powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hold on, hold on. Before we go. Yep. Let me check. Let me check this pulse. Okay, okay, we're good. Okay. Whew, deep breaths. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the curse has been lifted. I don't mean to alarm anybody, but the curse has seemingly been lifted for now. There's still lots of time left in this season for this curse to peek its ugly head back out. But for the time being, the Audie James hosting game over curse <laughs> has been lifted. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to game over Calgary on the heels of a Calgary flames overtime victory three to two over the New York Rangers live from the Scotiabank Saddleome here in Calgary. My name is Audie James joined by our e-bug tonight. Yes, we had to call the emergency oh. backup out of here. And and you guys are hopefully not sick of seeing James because uh, James is here Probably. yet again. Yeah, no, nobody's nobody gets tired of uh, of that beautiful face. Um, I'm in my uh, David Ayers era. Oh, is that what you know? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I know. Was, I know what. Uh, I know where I am. What so. was the What was the Oilers guy who was the e-bug this year, but wasn't really uh, an e-bug because they signed him to Matt a, Berlin. Matt Berlin. I hope. I hope his midterm went well. Hey, want to bet? Then get in on the action with Sports Interaction. The boys of summer are back on the diamond, and March Madness is on deck. Let's go, Blue Jays. Clap, 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 clap. Uh, bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN, or if you're in the province of Ontario, uh, download the app right now using the, the QR code at uh, the bottom of the screen, which is right here if you're watching us right now. Uh, download the app, scan the QR code if you're in the province of Ontario, and you can use Sports Interaction. Sports Interaction here, yeah. See, good product mm -hmm. placement. Um, you can download the app and use it in the province of Ontario. 19 plus, please play responsibly. And if you or anybody you know has any problems with gambling, please be sure to check the show notes and reach out. Lots of resources in there for you to get help. James Johnson, the Flames won. Uh, I got our, I got our good friend Insider J Money, who I'm not sure I haven't seen quite in the chat yet. Uh, Robert saying the intro made me jump out of my skin. There's J Money. Uh, I tasked him with something. Did you Ooh. know? Would you Would you like to know what he was tasked with? I'm going to guess it's your record hosting game overs. Why did he already post it? Uh no. Oh well, you're, cor just... you're you're correct. That's that <laughs> yeah. that's that's hit the nail on the head. Uh, so I sent him. Before we get and break down this game and then talk about why I'm wearing, uh, for no reason at all, my noted Alan Walsh client hat, um, <laughs> I sent him my game over schedules and uh, with, with the games that I've done so far this year. And I said, hey, man, any chance, because I'm lazy as hell, that you would want to tally up my record and see how we're doing so far this year? Um, and my overall record, would you like to take a guess? Including tonight, I've done, what's that, 25 and 8, 33 games in the season Ooh, any okay. and it's it's wins losses ot losses so any okay. guess as to what and I'll, I'll let the chat do it as well so I'll, you can think a little bit while i ramble yeah. and the chat can catch up guess the record for what uh what i've done so far on game over calgary because the numbers everybody's gets fascinated especially you you're a numbers guy everybody gets fascinated with the numbers they want to see how mr audie james is doing because i get the I get the butt end of the stick when it comes to hosting game over and catching losses. James, in the 33 games I've hosted, what is my record? Okay, so I know for a fact that you are 3-0-1 when I'm on the show. Mm -hmm. But I also know that 
everything you else. also watch the show and you see everything else so i know it's probably <laughs> like out of 33 i'm gonna say like 10 no not even 10 like 8 and then like 12 and 3 or something if my math is correct there that would no. be 23 8, oh 12, and God. 3 is 23. So you're close. I'm waiting for uh, hey, well, Chad to catch up, too. Let's go uh, 13, 18. Or I can't do math, man. Okay. It is 10, <laughs> it's late. It's late. You know what? Uh, we'll, we'll give you the break on this one. Don't 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 math too hard and hurt yourself. we got Your a couple of guesses. Your record will be lower. Your record we, we, will be bad. We, That's we, all I'm going to say. We got a few guesses so far. Uh Producer Roberts, uh, called up by the way from the assistant producer H A the APHL, if you will. I'm um, gonna be gonna be uh, doing a lot more here with with Berkshire going on holidays. So shout out to Robert. Thank you for nice. always being the best mod and always being so helpful to us. Yeah, we appreciate you very much. Robert's guess is 10, 17, and six. That and then Zoo right. is here too. Your boy Zoo, he's gonna go eight, twenty three, and two. So those are the only two guesses we have so far. Jay Money cannot guess because he knows the correct answer as he did the math for me. I pulled a U. I don't want to do math this late at night. I said, hey, Jay Money. <laughs> Jay Money says 32-0-1, and you know damn well that's a lie. Um, okay, drum roll, please. Audie James's record on Game Over Calgary, including tonight, is 15, 10, and 8. Huh. That's that's a lot of overtime losses. That's actually, I guess at the start of the season, things were going well, but that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. The like Flames still have... Ha still, yeah, sorry, like it's a ahead. losing record, but it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So, so the Flames have 11 OT losses, and I've covered eight of them. And I think that's why uh, I'm so depressed, is because <laughs> I just get my hopes up, and this team finds... And, and full transparency, I was prepared to come on here. I texted James, I said... Just in case things go sideways, be prepared for some angry Audi, which we won't get to see tonight. But usually good teams find a way to win. The New York Rangers almost did that yeah. on consecutive nights. Yeah. They found a way last night in Edmonton. <laughs> they come back. They win it in the shootout. Lafreniere uh, gets that gets that dagger to uh, to win in the shootout. Uh, yeah, that guy right right there behind, uh, behind uh, JJ there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was it was close. It was almost uh, it was almost a yelling night, and 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 I was gonna go um, full. What's that guy's name? Uh, full Steve Dangle, that that guy who oh, yells about the Leafs. I was gonna go full Steve Dangle, and like angry, animated. Uh, but we don't have to. We don't have to do that. I do want to know though, James, in your uh, expertise, your uh, kind of analysis of tonight's game. As I pull out my notes. Um, what did you think of the start? What did you think of how it transpired? And uh, ultimately, how did you feel in the finale of this game? Yeah, so this was like the one game. The Flames have one game every like two to three weeks where it's actually like they played an interesting game. And like it actually was nice to watch yeah. an entire game. And I wasn't like actively like trying to flip another hockey game like it was actually like it's once every like two weeks and they play a very entertaining game and it started off very very fast like yeah. i just popped out of the shower 
and turned on the TV and it was already two nothing. And I was like, and the time said like eighteen forty eight or something. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, Crazy, this, unprecedented this, start. This team, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm, then you know, of course, Yaroslav Halak decided to save every other shot until overtime. But we'll get into that after. But I think it was nice, you know. Calgary Flames hockey has not been enjoyable. Mm-mm. I don't want to say at all this season, but it's been close to being not enjoyable at all. So it's nice to have like a game every now and then where you're not like just depressed. Yeah, more often than not, it was it's been rough. And and before we go any further, um, Noah Elias Lindholm in the lineup tonight. Congratulations to uh to him and Annika who um the Flames announced that he would miss some time for the birth of their first child. I know how, and they're very open with their journey uh, and how it's been up to this point with uh, with them trying to start a family but not being able to, and uh, you know it brings it brings me a lot of joy to see uh, that they're they're able to to finally start their little family and uh, all the best to them, uh, Elias and Annika on uh, on the birth of their uh, potential birth. She might still be in labor. We haven't had an announcement yet uh, or nothing there, so. Um, we're looking forward to seeing that, but congratulations to uh, to Elias and Annika on that. So no Lindholm in the lineup tonight. Uh, Rizicka draws back in, and um, look, I could I could agree with you. My pregame notes were f- one of the first things on the top of my pregame notes was Flames need a W badly, and uh, and, and they get that. A lot of th- uh, a lot of people were talking leading into this game about perhaps seeing some fireworks, and and I wholeheartedly disputed um, that there would be. Just on the sole fact that like the Flames needed the two points more than they needed to make a point to Jacob Truba and company about mm-hmm. how they didn't appreciate uh, some pretty big, clean, open ice hits that I frowned upon because I just despised Jacob Truba. Uh, people, by the way, took that way out of context, me saying that Truba's a bum. He's not a bum because he leveled uh, Dylan Dubé open ice and, and Nazem Kadri open ice. Clean hits, yeah, he, he's a big guy. It's an immovable object. He's just a bum because I don't like him. And I don't think he's particularly yeah. good at defense. I just think that all he does is hit. But that's okay. That's for another time. Uh, the Flames win, and we don't have to dwell too much on uh, on that at all. Uh, Justin pointing out points in 23 Audi games, which is important to note if you're a loyal listener of the show. Um, and points, talking about points, uh, Mangiapane's first goal, pretty goal, uh, great oh. individual effort. I think he played a good game. Uh, the Kadri goal was nice. I think uh, Peltier is still starting to kind of uh, find his feet, and I think he's making like he's making a, a mistake here and there, which I think is to be expected with a guy, um, a guy like that. Uh, an interesting note though: the Flames are the first team in NHL history to score two goals in the first minute twice in the same season. So this is the really? first time that that's ever happened, and that happened uh, on December twentieth, and then tonight. That's an NHL record uh the most times that that the more you know thank you sportsnet stats of course it's this team too yeah all right no yeah this we're like like uh like steve says <laughs> that, that the guy again um adults aren't real we're all just uh kids like a bunch of kids piled up in trench coats um a lot of people uh, nate uh, pointing out my hats uh yes noted alan walsh client we'll get into that mm-hmm. in a little bit here um, 
but I guess like to kind of put a bow on it, I wanted to talk a little bit about the game, but I want to talk about more storylines. There's been a lot of, a lot, a long time since you and I, the viewer, and you and I, James, have had the, the opportunity to talk uh, about the Flames, and a lot has transpired since then. <laughs> um, Markstrom, I think, and you can agree or disagree. I'd like to, I'd like to know your uh, your takes. Was uh, was big when called upon. That second goal was a tough one. It was a squeaker. Did it hit Coleman's stick? I don't know. Did Coleman tap it in? I don't know. Either way, it's a tough one. Just needed like a couple more inches there, and he probably would have saved, made that save. Um, but I think he looked pretty good tonight. Did, would you agree, disagree? I would agree with that. It was, I think it was a march from that. Uh, he looked like he kind of did last year. Like, yeah. And that was nice because even though I think like he finished at just a 900, which is still like not fantastic, but it's a very large upgrade from what we've seen last season or right. this season. Sorry. So right. I think he did get lucky. Like Jimmy VC missed a wide open net and they hit a couple posts. They hit a couple posts. He did rob Zibanejad on that one shot and oh. that costed me a bet tonight. So I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little mad with Marchand, but you know, it was nice to see him not be, <laughs> I don't want to be mean, but not be the Markstrom that he's been for most of the season. Like, I'm sure the guy has been through a lot of struggles personally and stuff. So it's nice when you have a game where you're relied upon and you get the win. So yeah, it's nice. He's, yeah, he was good. a lot going on in the personal life too, and that's something I think a lot of people tend to forget. Um, newly uh, engaged, I know that feeling. Um, it's a great feeling, but it's busy. Uh, I, I won't lie. It's, it's busy expecting their first child. Like there's lots of uh, external factors that weigh in on it. And I hope to God that everything kind of works itself out for him. And, and he kind of returns back to what he was. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, one more game note or two more game notes before we talk about some, uh, some trending topics here and, and see what our chat is saying. Is Dubé finally finding his identity? I feel like Dylan Dubé for the longest time, and and I I went for, I had lunch today with Julian, and this is something that him and I talked about as well was uh, was Dylan, and and you know he's kind of always been one of those guys since he's joined the team, uh, who kind of like Sam Bennett for a long time was always like a part of this team, but nobody really knew like what what what's your role, what's your identity as not only a member of this team. But as a as an NHL player in general, is is Dylan Dubé kind of finding his way as that middle six guy who's got speed and uh, and can show signs of scoring touch? Because I think as of late, he's been playing some of the best hockey of his career. Yeah, like through the first half of the season when he was playing on a line with Mangiapane and Kadri, things were just not working. Yeah, and Dubé's always been a guy that I've just kind of been like you know give or take like if he's there he's there if he's not whatever but over the past I want to say like 15 to 20 games when he's been on that line with Lindholm and Toffoli he's really just coming to his own and I mean I always make the joke about him in like an alternate jersey he always seems to just take an extra step and it seems like now he's 
taking that extra step, even if he's not wearing an alternate jersey. So, yeah, it's good to see. And, I mean, Absolutely. he's from Cochran, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. rooting for him. So, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I would I would wholeheartedly uh, agree with you. And I want to flip it to the chat, too. Uh, let us know what you guys think about uh, how Dylan Dubé is kind of evolving as an NHL player. And the last point I wanted to make uh, before we get into some more trending stuff is Jonathan Huberto, I think maybe and maybe it's an exaggeration for me i'd love to know if you could talk me off the ledge a little bit one of his best games as a calgary flame tonight i think he played himself a whale of a hockey game and i found you know i I think they maybe said it no they were talking about markstrom and they said vintage markstrom but we've seen we we saw some vintage huberto tonight um and i think a lot of that might have to do with um familiarity and finally a little bit of comfort on that line his line mates are able to kind of gel a little bit more and and know where to go like I find part of Huberto's game is that he his he's like he's he's a great uh puck distributor and uh can set plays up like it's nothing but without the right line mates who know where to be it's like fitting a square peg into a round hole, right? It's yep. tough. It's tough. And I think we're finally starting to see Nazem Kadri, Jacob Peltier, uh, they're moving well in the offensive zone. And that's something that I think Huberto strives on as well is fluidity in the offensive zone. Uh, everybody moving. and it, It's less stationary, which I think it complements Huberto's game as well. I just kind of wanted to see your uh, your two uh, – hear your two cents on, on what you think about uh, you know, my aforementioned points and how Huberto played tonight. Yeah, like Huberto is uh that Huberto. was definitely his his best game as a flame, I think. He was doing spinorams and dipsy doodles and just like I think he probably could have had three to four assists if like Kadri that got saved, that was a nice chance, and then he made a nice pass to Anderson like right after. Yeah. Was that on the same shift? I can't remember, but like he going from a team in Florida last year, which was very exciting. I want to mm-hmm. say that very exciting where you're up and down uh, East West, I want to say, and just distribute, just distributing. I can't even speak, man. You're doing great, honey. Distributing <laughs> the puck to just everywhere. And obviously when you're coming to Calgary and playing North South, exclusively and you know going in for checking passing the puck back to the point taking point shots that as you said it's it doesn't fit Huberto's game so mm-hmm. it's nice to see that whether it's Huberto blending his game or Calgary kind of blending their game to fit in with Huberto or his line mates but hopefully they can continue because Calgary needs Huberto to <laughs> be a player especially just, next year when the extension kicks just, in. you know yeah. yeah yeah no i agree and and uh you know it comes on the heels of something that we're going to talk about next which was his mm-hmm. agent and our lovely co-worker here at sdpn alan walsh uh making some comments about the calgary flames which we're going to get into they talked about it on the cj show today or they planned on talking about it on the cj show in the episode that was supposed to be released today, a shameless plug for the CJ show, him and Julian do a great job. Um, 
it's uh, it was supposed to be talked about on today's CJ show, but then the Leafs went and did this thing late in the night where they acquired that. Oh yeah, O'Reilly, a cherry, uh, and that pillar pillar guy uh, for a boatload other of picks dude. and yeah, other yeah. dude throw in who's probably gonna be like the next superstar. Um, <laughs> but they did that thing, and then the, the CJ show they uh, him and Julian had to pretty much scrap it. Uh, producer Nick had it scheduled to go up and everything. And uh, they had to pivot and make a new episode today. But we're going to cover it today on the Game Over Calgary show because it's relevant to the Calgary Flames. Okay, 42 people in the chat. We'd love to have you here. Be sure to hit the like button. Share the stream if you are enjoying it. Get some more like-minded Flames fans in here. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll go through some of the comments here before we pivot and talk about our good friend, Alan Walsh. Okay, uh, Robert says the APHL, the Assistant Producer Hockey League, to the show that's a call-up that's a that's a huge call-up that's bigger than maddie phillips getting called up that's bigger than jacob peltier getting called up uh robert being called up to the big leagues but we appreciate it we're looking forward to it um lots of ot losses because that's how we lose yep that's right uh but let's see here that's why i'm so depressed who needs therapy when you got game over calgary and plenty of non-therapists uh to listen to you vent that one coming from nate that is that is accurate (laughs) as all hell uh zoo says do we know why kadri was kicked out yet Insider Jay Money replying to that later on and saying, Sutter and the presser said that Kadri misconduct to open OT came from after they warned him for arguing his third period penalty. So he it was just a little bit of yip, 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 yip. And, uh, okay. and referees are throwing out misconducts like it's nothing now. Um, yeah, that was weird, man. That was <laughs> very so weird. Very. Um, let's see here. Audi's hack game is on point. Once again, talking about uh, the Alan Walsh hat. You can get that on uh, the SDPN merch site. If you head over to the SDPN, uh, SDPN website or hit my link tree, it'll take you right to the merch site. Um, that was the real Huberto. I want to see Ruzichka on that line for a few games. I don't know if you break that up right now as it's kind of starting to hit its stride. And, and, the, and like we just talked about the chemistry and how things are seemingly getting better for that line. I don't think you break it up and disrupt that, disrupt that by uh, throwing Ruzichka in the fold. No, I I just don't think Ruzichka ever should have been taken off like the top line, even though yep. Dubé is playing fine there now, but him, Lindholm and Toffoli actually, I think are still back when Coleman Mangiapane is the best flames line by far. Yeah. Like, just yep. the best line in history, but Ruzichka, Lindholm, Toffoli were really good. And, mm-hmm. I don't know, consistency, blah, 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 young player. But I, I don't know. I liked what I saw. And if you need to switch things up, he's definitely the guy to plug back in. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, Justin saying, I had Dubé in all my Eichel proposals. <laughs> like a lot of people <laughs> oh, did. That ship has sailed, though. I, I miss that. I miss that time. What a time for Flames Twitter when everybody was divided. You either wanted Eichel or you didn't. And I think that was the yeah. beginning of the end for the toxicity on Flames Twitter when everybody was in that great Eichel debacle. Um, left-handed penman. All right. Dylan Dubé has bounced around and plugged in everywhere. Bottom six, left, right, center. He finally gets put consistently next to Lindy, and he's been able to find it. That's a great point. Um Zoo saying the chemistry between Dubé and Toffoli has been excellent. Nice to see Dubé clicking with someone and finding a role on this team. I'm on saying thank you, Mr. Walsh, for the vintage Huberto tonight. Nate, <laughs> loving my you're doing great, honey. And Maxim, how are you, buddy? Uh, we finally won in overtime. That's correct. And finally, the Audi curse just dies down a little bit 
for the foreseeable future. Okay, what I wanted to get into now as we uh, – uh, Jay Money loves it when I says, say this, but I stole it from, uh, from Peter Klein. As we put a bow on uh, this episode of Game Over Calgary, um, I wanted to talk about the Alan Walsh stuff because I think it was uh, – uh, this league lacks a lot of things. One of the things it clearly lacks is personality and stuff like things that Mr. Walsh said, like calling out. Uh, I can't remember the exact tweet. I should have pulled it up, but something along the lines of, uh, can we find it? Being the same thing over and over again. Uh, negativity. Yeah. And expecting the same results. Yeah. Either way, taking a shot at the flames and, uh, their, their, uh, lack of willingness to adapt. It seems, uh, the negativity that is surrounding the team right now. And I just want to know before we get into Sutter's response to that, what did you think about the quote from Mr. Walsh? Alan, you're a king. You're a goddamn king. Also, unblock me on Twitter, please. If not, I will just look at your <laughs> tweets on my private like I do right now. Yeah. But, you know, it would save me a step, and that would be nice. But... Yeah. I think him calling out Sutter is completely fine. I think behind the scenes, there have been a lot of things that haven't been very, very nice. And obviously Sutter has a history of when things aren't working, players shut him out and the LA Kings locked him out of their dressing room. That was a thing. And we know how things ended in Calgary the first time and maybe how they'll end the second time, fingers crossed. But anyways, <laughs> um, I think, you know, the NHL coaches, I don't think they play. I think they play a role in motivation and that's the main focus. I think systems there's a little bit of a difference, but I don't think it matters too much. I think an NHL coach is there to motivate. And we see we see this season, there's been a lot of change in Boston, Vegas, Dallas, Winnipeg, Florida. They all changed their coaches. And I would say four out of those five teams are doing really well. And yeah. one of them hired Paul Murray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's another. They did, <laughs> but like NHL coaches are hired to be fired. When right. their message gets stale, you punt them out the door, and you bring in a guy like Bruce Boudreau, mm-hmm. and he does what he did to the Canucks last year, where he's like, "I'm gonna motivate you guys, and things are gonna go a lot better." And as we know in Calgary this year, things have been a struggle. So. I liked it. I think, I mean, it sparked Huberto tonight. Yep. So hopefully, hopefully that continues. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, nobody take Alan Walsh's phone away from him. Keep tweeting, no. keep tweeting. And, Absolutely. um, and yeah, I would wholeheartedly agree. I think that, uh, it's nice to see stuff like that every now and then. And it's nice when it's uh local, local talent, uh, from the SDPN. Um, we like <laughs> to see, uh, we like to see our guys thriving and Mr. Walsh, Thank you very much for uh, for doing that. That was awesome. And uh, keep doing it. Keep doing it. And I wore the noted Alan Walsh client hat in honor 
of that. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to make sure I showcased it because it's also one of my favorite hats. It's quite comfy. Um, yeah. Go ahead and get yourself one. Many colors on the SDPN merch site. Shameless plug. Um, Sutter's response was that basically players don't give a shit about what is said on social media, to which I reply, bullshit. Bull mm-hmm. fucking shit, Mr. Sutter. Um, immediately after that, Eric Francis put out a tweet uh, about Dan Vladar <laughs> breaking his stick over the crossbar in practice, to which, hey, you know, this team doesn't give a shit about social media. Dan Vladar replies to the tweet. It was, it was in good taste. It was fun. I thought it was a fun reply. It wasn't like... He was telling Francis to go fuck himself. He just was yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I would take that bet. He's like, just poking back, winky face. Fun. Fun stuff. We like to see personalities come through. And uh, and here we are with Dan Vladar replying to Eric Francis about that. But bullshit, because it happened right then and there, immediately after Sutter put that quote out into the world. Uh, not only that, but um, as Nate points out, Players don't care about social media. Milan Lucic says bullshit also because anybody who puts him in a tweet, whether good or bad, excuse me, catches a block as well. I put out a tweet. I put out some tweets about Lucic's deployment. This was before the like, oh my God, what's Lucic doing tweets? I put tweets out about his deployment, which is nothing to do with him and everything to do with the coach. And I caught a block. I'm not proud of it. You don't like want to get blocked by people. But it is what it is, and hopefully uh, maybe one day he'll, he'll unblock me. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's bullshit to suggest that players don't care about social media. They see it. Milan Lucic name searches. There's only, oh, yeah. That's the only way he knows about you know my tweet and his deployments and how other people talk about. Right, mighty might roar. Left-handed penman right in the chat. Uh, Brad Marchand, prime example. Uh, tweeting back to Steve, which was fucking amazing. That was, so funny. that was amazing. And they talked about it on SDP and it was great. Everybody had a good laugh out of it. Um, I like it though. I like when players have a bit of fun on social media. They're people too. Let them yes. do what they want to do. Personality, Personality is important. Thank you. Thank you. NBA, man. Look at yes. the NBA. They have dunk competitions where they bring in this random guy and i don't even know his name and he just made a super sick dunk and i I don't watch basketball i'm gonna say that straight up but like the nhl used to be like up there with the four major ones like Mm -hmm. sports and now it's we might get a cap increase of like a million bucks and that's amazing (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) if that maybe because bali sports is going under and uh that's not gonna help for uh, yeah. hockey-related revenue. But um, even look at the NFL. It, uh, the, Juju Smith-Schuster put out uh, <laughs> a fucking Valentine thing, and, and uh, A.J. Brown, like, A.J. Brown replied to it. Juju replied to it. Other guys across the league were chirping Juju, defending A.J. Like, that's fucking awesome. Give me that in the NHL. Give me Connor McDavid chirping the shit out of, like, Tony D'Angelo and then the entire oh. league dogpiling on top of Tony D'Angelo. Give me some fucking emotion. Show me something that, like, is going to make me want to watch your your product. Like, give me storylines outside of this. Give me storylines li- that they can talk about. I'm watching uh, After Hours right now. Boring as shit, uh, <laughs> After Hours. Like, give me shit that is engaging. I don't give a fuck about what Elias Pettersson 
is up to these days with with Scott Oak. Do some the, give me some content that is worth my time, and that right there is worth the price of admission every time. If you didn't know who Juju Smith Schuster was before the Super Bowl, you sure as shit did after you yeah. saw that tweet and you saw everybody piling up on him. That's that's gonna be my rant. Give me fucking personality. I love it, and I am here for it. That's a lot of fun. I love it. Boom, mic drop. Mic like, drop. Mike we all know the drop. We all know the player. Every single. I'm not gonna say every single, but most players either have their own Twitter, Instagram account, or they have some random burner that says yeah. like Joe Smith three nine four six. Yeah, <laughs> NYR fan. That's a good yes. Tony D. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. But we know every player or most players read social media. I don't buy that it has zero effect on the locker room because I think, I mean, I I don't know, but I have a very strong suspicion that a lot of the tweets that, whether it be me or you or anybody puts out, a lot of players are probably going to read that. And maybe... Maybe it's like posted on the Flames locker room wall. It's like a picture of my face and it's like me calling out whatever and they just play darts on my face like before <laughs> the game. Like motivation. I doubt but it. <laughs> I I also doubt. It. I don't think they know who I am. Uh, you never know. Hey, uh uh at least Julian knows who you know. We talked about you at lunch today. Did you? Um we did. Yeah, we brought we brought up uh we brought up some stuff. I'll talk to you about it after. It was actually quite fun. <laughs> um Look, it was a good game. It was a good win. The Calgary Flames are back in the win column. I am back in the win column. I have a winning record, 18 or 15, 18. I don't know what it was. Either way, I, I'm 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 okay. I'm doing well. We're going to start this uh, up and up and up and up and up. And eventually the Audi stonks and then the Audi James hosting duties on game over are going to be um, – are going to be talked about in a more positive light when we start stringing some wins together here and I get to host some more wins. Um, look, and last call as we put a bow on this episode. That one's for you, Jay Money, uh, of Game Over Calgary. Uh, last call for any questions or comments. But while we wait for some more, James Johnson, our e-bug of the evening. E-bug. Jess Belmosto was supposed to be here, but she unfortunately uh, could not make it. So we will get her back on another time, host of Locked on Flames. James Johnson, tell everybody where they can find you and what you're up to as if uh, nobody knows because you're pretty much a regular on the show now. But the floor is yours, sir. Thank you. Well, you were just talking about getting into the win column. There we go. Uh, hey, hey, good one. And, uh, you know, if you if you like the Flames and yeah. want to learn more or read some, sometimes we do funny stuff, sometimes we do analytical deep dives and whether it be this or that, but the windcolumn.ca, we have fantasy, we have flame stuff, we have NHL stuff, we have Cap Friendly Friday, which is what I love doing. I do that every Friday. We have everything. So that's at windcolumncalgary. Uh, my personal Twitter and Instagram is at jamesjohnsonyyc. And yeah, I think that's that's about it. Sweet. Oh, yeah, we we are getting a new member of the win column next week. So eyes tuned. emoji, eyes emoji. I don't eyes. even know that. And I haven't even put out my first uh, piece yet, but I got to work on something. 
More than one column. I'm looking forward to it. Look, uh, I appreciate everybody for stopping in, being a part of the chat. You guys are awesome as always. If you're listening on playback, we appreciate you as well. Be sure to give us a rating on your favorite podcatcher. Subscribe to SDPN. Be sure to like the stream on your way out. Bump those numbers up. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you to Robert for uh, for being in here to moderate. Thank you for all of the uh, the wonderful comments and the great uh, discussion on this episode. Thank you to Sports Interaction for sponsoring today's show and sponsoring our entire season. Thank you to SDPN Sports for giving us the opportunity to talk about this game. And thank you once again to all of you for watching. We will talk to you on Monday. Peter Klein will be hosting. It's a 2 o'clock Mountain Time start family day against the Philadelphia Flyers live from the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Peter will have your game over. Until then, pal, stay safe. Thanks for stopping by, and we will talk to you on the next episode of Game Over Calgary. Adios, you you little devil. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.